Let's do Titan, which is the new film by Julia DeCorno, who made uh, Raw, which you'll remember I absolutely loved. Raw looked on the surface as if it was a film about cannibalism, you know, a horror film. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, it was, but it isn't. It's a classic case of it's not about a shark. Raw was absolutely about growing pains and coming of age and family bonds and sisterly love and sisterly rivalry. It just happens to use the language of horror and cannibalism to tell that story. Now we have Titan, which once again looks like one thing and is in fact a different thing. So the story, I mean, as with all kind of full-blooded horror movies, it's really the, describing the narrative itself won't describe the film, but just as the setup. The story is Alexia, who as a young girl was in a car crash with her father and has a titanium plate, titan, titanium plate in her head. We then meet her when this is clearly a trauma that has lived with her. And we then meet her and she's working as a dancer at car shows, sort of simulating erotic interactions with cars. There is also a car crash quality to her relationships with men and women alike. And uh, everything is very full on. And the opening sort of you know, 20, 25 minutes of the film is absolutely brilliant extreme cinema you know you thought david cronenberg's crash was pushing some buttons and i mean you remember when crash came out you know people, oh it's going to be banned it's a movie beyond the bounds of depravity and it's going to turn everybody mad it's it's almost like titan was julia corner who became the second woman to win the palm door with this incidentally was going like yeah you thought that was tough well here's this and then the film has an emotional gear change which is that our central character has to disappear. And so what she does is she shaves her head, she breaks her nose, she binds her body, and she reappears as Adrienne, as a boy who disappeared many years ago. And she turns up at a police station and says, this is who I am. And his father, played by Vincent Landon, turns up, takes one look at who he believes to be Adrienne and says, that's my son, and I will absolutely that's it. And he tells all his colleagues, he works in a fire station, this is my son. And the rest of the film is about their relationship. Now, what's fascinating about Titan is that an awful lot of the original reviews kind of concentrated on, on what's on the surface, on the fact that the film has an extreme cinema surface, that there are things in it that are visceral and things in it that are body horror. There's a lot of Cronenbergian body horror in there. I mean, things like the brood and videodrome i think sort of feed into it and there's also this central narrative which has something of the return of martin guerre or changeling um that idea about somebody comes back are they the person is it the person is it a different person do you know it's a different person are you accepting that it's a different person do you believe that it's the same person all those questions of identity and so the central narrative is about gender fluidity it is about identity but it is centrally about unconditional love about what it means to accept somebody for exactly what they are or exactly who you want them to be one of the things that Julie DeCorno said about the film was that she wanted to talk about love without words and therefore it kind of makes a lot of sense that there's a lot of dance in the film you just mentioned earlier on that I said you know, I think dance is the highest art form. I just wish I understood it more. And there are long sections of Titan in which the film tells its story through dance, through movements. There's these scenes in the firehouse with 
the men dancing these kind of almost parodic macho dances. There's the scene at the car show at the beginning. There's a callback to that later on on a fire engine. Wayfaring Stranger, incidentally, turns up in a way that's very different to the way Wayfaring Stranger is used uh, in the Sam Mendes film uh, 1917. And so the whole film, it's a visual, it's a film. To use Nigel Floyd's phrase about the devils, it is a film that is a film. Now, I don't doubt that some people will be repelled by it. Some people will be bamboozled by it. But if, like me, you have a real taste for cinema that gets you at a gut level, that, you know, that speaks to you viscerally, that uses the body to talk about emotions, uses fantastical situations to talk about things that we all really recognise you know, fundamental things about love and isolation and loneliness and the way in which you can impose your own view of somebody on somebody else, then Titan absolutely, absolutely hits the spot. As I said, uh, Julie DeCorno won the Palme d'Or. I've just heard that apparently I think it hasn't made it through to the, you know, Oscars foreign language film uh, selection. I think that's the case, in which case their loss, frankly. I think Julia DeCono is a, just a terrific filmmaker and I love the fact that she's out there making what, you know, what we used to think of as extreme cinema, but doing it in a way that's, that's about stuff. None of this would mean anything if it wasn't about something. It's, you know, she uses surface to talk about what's beneath the surface. And um, I, I just, I love Titan. I love Raw. I, I think that Raw is a more pure film and more, you know, more purely perfect in the same way that I think Titan is to Raw what Train Spotting is to Shallow Grave. But I love all four of those films and I really love Titan. <laughs>